You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, hour number two. Not headliner questions per se, although we will answer some stuff in the chat. We're back with you live now. Let's get everything in order. Let me bring the boys in. Corey and Ira are here. We just made our way back in. From the FSU Football Coaches uh, Luncheon. Always a good time, boys. That was fun. This hour brought to you by Birch Orthodontics. Our thanks to Birch Orthodontics always, as my family has gone through there. Iris has as well. And if Corey's child lived here, he would too. Even if he didn't need braces. No, he'd still be there just hanging out. Bryce got his off, right? Yep. So how long did the process take? You had to ask that question. Jeff told us that. For six straight months. Just setting the table for the listener who might not have. Oh, you're right. Don't tune in all the time. So was it like two years less, a little less than two years, around two two years? It was like almost exactly two years. So by the time Clark's out of braces, is Florida State going to be, like, are they going to be winning, like, New Year's Day bowls? I don't know about New Year's Day bowls, but, yeah, this is the year, right? This is the year where we take that big step forward, Florida State does, and all of a sudden those dreams become a possibility as opposed to a, a distant memory. You should bet Mike Norvell. If he doesn't win 10 games by the time Clark's out of braces, he's got to pay for the braces. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like where your head's hey, at. Hey, look, man. I've been well, studying he he Dr. Birch. He talked, been, all com- yeah. he talked all confidence in that press conference. Yeah. Put yeah. his money where his mouth is and, and, and into Clark's Literally, braces. Where, uh, where Clark's mouth is. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I, I, I've I spent a lot of money with Dr. Birch. I, I could <laughs> we, use we both have. Yeah, I could use the help from uh, Mike Norvell. <laughs> Mike, if you're listening, it was good to see you but today, But money buddy. well spent, you yeah. would yes. say. Oh, of course. I'm not complaining. The job was well done. The only reason I sent my second child there was the first one fared so well. You That's know? right. That's right. You wouldn't have sent number two. No, not at all. So it worked out just it worked out just fine. It was great, actually. But and, uh, uh, If you uh, have any orthodontic need, anybody in your family, the website is birchorthodontics.com, B-U-R-C-H, orthodontics.com. They have free consultations, payment plans, all the things, uh, and great customer service and great orthodontic work the whole kit and caboodle hey let me do this real quick because last hour even though we announced several times and i'm not taking a shot at anybody because people are intermittently listening coming in and out you know doing their best to keep up sure. with things, but they may have missed it so last hour was recorded yesterday because we knew we were going to be at the football luncheon just now and some guys came in here on the chat and donated money and so I always like to oh. acknowledge those folks. Joel Davis for Corey's medical bills. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. Uh, throws a, 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 a sizable amount in here. Now, Joel, you'll be sad to know that that money is going to be split three ways, regardless of what you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I think it's, that's tagged for Corey it, it, Clark. It could be tagged. I want Corey to have a million dollars, and it's going to be split. It's going to be split three ways. Joel, yeah, very right. much appreciate it, buddy. Joel. Thank you. And then Mark uh, wrote, football is back, and more importantly, Corey is back, baby. LSU and Louisville games are huge 
to set the tone for the season. Score prediction for each game. Now, I don't, he means those two games specifically, I do believe. Uh, I don't score. I hadn't thought about a score. I haven't watched fall camp. Mark, we got to watch fall camp. We just got the primer. We were just there to find out all about how Coach Norvell and the other members of his staff feel about uh, the season. Suffice to say, I talked to uh, four different coaches today pretty in-depthly. I, you guys did as well, I assume. And I just all, talked to the one. They're all pretty confident. I just talked to Fuller. And Norvell, so the two the two main ones, right? Wouldn't you say? I talked and to Atkins. I wanted to get to Atkins, but I just the, one of the coordinators and and the head coach. I think they're all in a lot better headspace than they were, and and meaning that they they like what they have to work with here this year, compare comparatively. I mean, they're not going to take shots, but I think they feel they have something a little bit more weighty on their hands here, and and, and they're better equipped to win some games. Yeah, I also wanted to say thanks to Mark, and I've talked to Mark uh, off the air a couple times, and he is excited, man. He's already fired up for that LSU trip. So I, I understand his his mindset when he's asking for scores of every game. I think Mark is ready for the season to begin tomorrow. I think I might be having dinner with Mark. There you go. I think Stephanie set that. Stephanie's like my travel secretary. I think she set me set us up for a dinner. So or that, she's your significant other. Well, both, man. You can wear many hats when you're with me, Ira. You know that. So uh, my friend and my confidant. <laughs> so did so. What talking to some of the coaches you talked to you. I mean, you saw what we wrote at ACC kickoff. You watched those interviews at ACC kickoff. I did. So any different than what you expected actually talking to these guys today? Uh, not really. I, I think, again, Mike is obviously always pretty enthusiastic, but he's also a realist. He hasn't made any kind of irrational promises about a record or what he'll think they'll do offensively or what the numbers will look like. Not at any point since he's been here has he done that. I just think he feels a bit of relief knowing that they have some better personnel that if something goes awry, their their season's not a wash. Like I, I think he realizes the last couple of years, one or two injuries at key positions, and they were done. They had zero chance to win. I liked how he he kind of talked about that around that with the offensive yeah, line. He he's was trying like, to be careful. He's like, you know, you know, we've got nine, ten, eleven guys on the offensive line that we feel like can go in, and we're not going to miss a beat. They can be in the rotation. They can play there. He's like, unlike um, you know, some years, some years that has when you, different you know, circumstances. You know, not unlike the last two years, yeah. specifically here at Florida State. I didn't realize that uh, it was funny up at the media days. Fabian Lovett was asked about like the the pieces of the puzzle fitting. Like that, it seems like more of the pieces of the, the puzzle fit. And he was asked kind of what he means by that, and he said, "Well, they went and got us an offensive line." <laughs> And then he che- he checked himself. Was like, well, look, man, I don't want to talk bad about my strike that. I don't want to talk bad about my teammates. I mean, this was all on live streaming, but even the players noticed. Like, man, they're going out and get us, getting us help. Like, yeah, those he, you know, those offensive linemen work hard, but Fabian Lovin went up against them every day. Right. He knows they weren't any good. Let me ask you. And guys. now they've got better guys all all up there. Where there there's really is like Norvell said nine, ten, or eleven that could that could fight for reason reasonably be in the rotation. Um, in the late August, but it's probably eight. But still, well, eight you, is better than three. I mean, you definitely have eight guys who have played a lot of college football. Yeah, and that's not a projection. That's not a oh, we like this guy's body type. These are guys who have played. It's not all at Florida State. It might have been at Charlotte or South Carolina or Lamar, but they played a lot of college football. I uh, let me ask you this: Do you think it, it's interesting to me? I thought he sent if we're we're always looking for messages and we're reading body language and we're trying to get a read between the lines. You're trying to hear the message behind the message because, you know, he's going to say, because he knows that these are sound bites, these are quotes that are going to be used in articles. 
and news stories and website. So he's got to be careful about how he phrases things. And I think all coaches understand they walk that line. But they also use it as an opportunity to kind of send messages here and there to certain players or segment groups, uh, sometimes messages to the fan base. Did you did you detect anything? Because I, I would tell you that the only one that I really heard is that he challenged the veteran receivers to be better. Like, I, I think he knows Micah Pittman's going to add a lot to this team. He's mentioned it more than once, both during spring and then after spring, and I, I think he just knows that he can set it and forget it with him. He's going to be a good player. But I think he, he tried to send a message to Pokey. I think he tried to send a message to McLean and Kentron and those guys. Like, you guys got to win some one-on-one battles. You're, you're going to be in a better situation to do so because we brought in some help, and you're not going to be have to be the guy, but I'm going to need you – to take a step forward. I, I, I kind of sense that that's who he's challenging as we come into the fall camp. Well, I liked what he said about Pokey because, you know, he said, he goes, I don't know what he was listed at last year as his yeah. playing weight, <laughs> but he's put on a good 10 pounds since then, and he he's stronger. He's he's and, and he's worked at it. You can just see it. You've seen the work he's put in. And, yeah, man, the, he and Keyshawn Helton, and I don't know, man, nobody's going into this year expecting Keyshawn. I'll, People, love Keyshawn people Helton. Think, people forget Keyshawn Helton's on the team. Love Keyshawn Helton. Watch, watching him come back from the injury he had and the way he did it and, and all that. But last year was such a disappointment. So you 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 kind of forget about him. But, man, those they brought those two guys back for a reason. You know, you, you they didn't have to bring them back. They could have let them – they could have cut them. I mean, basically, they have, essence, they, they've been yeah. in the league. They've been on the team now for four or five years. They've got their degrees probably. Florida State – Florida State could have said, have a good day. We're bringing in two more guys to, to, with this group, but they didn't. So to me, that's a that's a hell of a motivation that you can bring up all offseason to those guys like, look, man, you only got one more shot, and we didn't bring you back here to do what you did last year. So maybe those guys responded to that. You're talking about Pokey and Keyshawn? Pokey and Keyshawn. Yeah, I mean, I think – I mean, I – and Keyshawn, I, I don't expect him to have a much of a impact. But More I do, than last year. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think that Ja'Kai Douglas and Micah Pittman are the guys that get those balls instead of Keyshawn. Well, then why even let him come back? I don't know, because he's a good kid. I mean, I don't know that that's what you want your program to be. Is like, you're not going to help us, so leave, no, even though you're you, like a team you, leader if type you've guy. Played, if you've had your four years and you have a degree, there's no there's no stigma about telling a guy I mean, maybe if there point. was like uh, – what All you say is, look, man, you – you can go play it somewhere else and have a chance to get on the field. Yeah, no, I would think the, the I, I would think the conversation could be, yeah, this Oklahoma receiver wants to come here. Keyshawn, sorry, we don't have a scholarship for you. But if nobody else was coming, you don't just cut them to cut them. It's not like you – I don't think you turn people away to keep Keyshawn on the team. But my point was going to be, I think you do expect something from Pokey. I mean, Pokey was your best receiver last year. Not a, not a huge bar to clear there. I get it. I get it. It's like uh, – I'm not gonna. I had an analogy. I'm not gonna use it. But uh, but Pokey was your best receiver last year, and now he he definitely should rise up because he's got better yeah. people around him. And if he doesn't, that's on Pokey. Well, I think I think that's the group that he's the, challenging. Is my point. Yeah. I, I think they all have to be. It is also a bit of a mystery because what is Johnny Wilson gonna be? How big of an impact is Winston Wright gonna have, and how soon will he have it? Right. The, I mean, the, the question marks. What around do you think, the, Ira? What did you talk to Dugans? What did he say? He. Uh, it was actually cool. I tweeted the video from the Warchan account if you haven't seen it, and the whole video is up on YouTube. But um, he got emotional talking about Winston Wright because just, you know, man, look at what that guy went. When that guy, when that car accident happened, they were legitimately worried about his health, like, yeah, like yeah. legit health. And then it was like, okay, will he ever be able to play football again? Now, you know, and Ron Dugan said, look, man, we're, we see him catching passes now. We see him catching kickoffs, you know. So it's now he's, he's not running full speed yet. He's nowhere near ready to, for contact. But 
you know, Dugan's got emotional just talking about how far he's come in these last six, five, five months or so. But um, my impression, again, is what I've been saying. I, I think it'll be in the first half of the year, whether it's week three or week four, or week five. I mean, I have no way of knowing, but but I don't think it'll be the opener. It probably wouldn't be LSU, but I think it'll be in that first half of the season. Well, that's exciting because I think that, you know, there's a lot of big games in that second half of the season. So if he can get yeah. back, and, and that's a guy who's proven it at the Power Five level. But I, I just think that really as that receiving core goes is whether or not they can get to, to eight or nine wins. Because I think that's the area. Like, I think they'll be good enough at defensive end. That's an area where they lose an uber-talented couple of guys. But I, I think they've got enough in the way of replacement players that are talented enough to hold it down. They won't put together these huge seasons like Jermaine Johnson did, but they can be pretty good. I got a nugget on Johnny Wilson for you. Well, hold on. I want to get I to know. him. All I right. want to circle back to him because I want to hear this. I'm, Ira, uh, just start talking. Yeah. He doesn't control your mic. Yeah. Just good start point. talking. Good point. <laughs> 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 so – so, okay, there's that. And then we, we all like the interior of the defensive line. Tatum Bethune greatly increases the chances that the linebacking core is much better. We love the back end of the secondary there. We feel pretty good about that. We don't love it. We like it. We like it a lot. I Florida think it's, it's a pretty it's, strong yeah, team. Though. I that, think it's that, probably the strength of the team. But yeah, it's, it's I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anything on this team we love. Well, man, I mean, the 1993 groups rolling out there. Yeah, but I there's, agree. But yeah, yeah. But the, Akeem Denton and Jamie Robinson are good as players in this conference. Yeah. in this conference. Yeah, I think they're the best well, safety duo on the conference. I happen to think that and Duke the Cooper is really, really yeah. good. So yeah. no, I, we feel good about them. Now you know we'll see what Green does and a couple of guys like that. We we got to find about the other corner. But anyhow, that's a good group. I think it's a, a much better offensive line than they had. It's not elite, but it's much better and deeper. You already know who Jordan Travis is. He's, he should be equipped to take another step forward because they've given him better players around him. The running back room is nice. It, to me, it's, it's again, it's those receivers. Uh, where What do they give you? Are they, um, are they below average again this year? Like They were straight up bad last year, terrible. Can they be average? Can they be slightly above average? Yeah. Well, if, that, if that's the case... And you don't get unlucky with injuries and stuff. You could win eight, nine games. Speaking of receivers, one of my my friend and confidant, Iris Chauffel, has a little nugget about Johnny Wilson. Well, let's hear it. I don't know if I want to share it anymore, Corey. <laughs> you know, maybe I mean, I'll I've tried. You, I'll just tell you. No, I do appreciate okay. it. Okay, well, just He's text always me. Looking out for me. Just text me. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he said his theory on Johnny Wilson's drops passes, mm. Coach Ron Dugans, is that they think most of them happened out of fatigue and loss of concentration when he would get tired. So he was out of shape in the spring. Well, that's why well, I'm not trying say to be, it that way. Well, because that's what he's telling you. No, just you know, just when he yeah, I mean, players get tired, <laughs> the players of practice, get tired. You never man. got, you never Wait, got tired. I got tired. Never man, got tired. I didn't lose an entire facet of what <laughs> I was supposed to do. Anyway, <laughs> his point was that that's when they think most of the drops happen. It's lack of focus, just out of fatigue. So what the one of the things they've worked on run his ass off in the sand pits, basically, and get him tired, and then go to the jugs machine. Okay, and and, and kind of monitor it that way. So they think. Uh, Did he, he get hit in the face with a bunch of balls, or was he catching them? I think he's crazy. Okay. I think he still has all his teeth. Oh, there you go. That's good. <laughs> Jeff got worried about what you just said. <laughs> what? All right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I said. <laughs> oh, okay. hey, hey, come on, guys. All I said was phrasing. You what I realized going left. back to Joel's generous donation is uh, the only time I feel the surgery now is when I laugh. Oh. And I just realized I haven't really laughed much in a week because I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, that I can feel that Because you haven't been bit. around us. Well, I know. I haven't been around this camaraderie that yeah. we built. The, well, and that was the theme. Was camaraderie and family at the luncheon? Yeah, that was the theme, and I don't think he's lying about that. I don't either. He's being that, genuine about it. Well, Whether that's you happened. choose to care about his team being nobody a family, does. Nobody, nobody does. does. 
he does, and it's important for him, coaching staff. And I do players, think it matters. But I don't think the fans. No, care, but is I, what I'm saying. But I can explain why I think it does really matter. I think no, it, it really works. does too. Yeah, hey, it hey, does matter. Hey, save that nugget hey. for when we come back. That's nice. a tease. Nice. We're That's rolling here. On I'll, I'll, decide, I'll decide whether I actually share it with you this Roll time. Roll on, Big River. Well, I've got an opinion on it too. So uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. We've heard enough from you. Seminole headlines, ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Ho 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 horizons. It took, Bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like like Al Jarreau or something. <laughs> <laughs> like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great jingle game. the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. You're damn right North it is. East Tallahassee Ooh. off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. It's uh, Man, it's just it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's spirits. where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week. Like, you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now. Let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> in person. Never mind the food. You get to see the three of us. But, yeah, the food and the, the drinks, the, the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working at And Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food, I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song. But with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them Corey's singing. With a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It's it incredible. Keeps growing. They're yes. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. And away we go. Welcome back. Seminal Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. We just got back from the luncheon, from the FSU football luncheon, I guess we'd call it. Mm-hmm. Kickoff luncheon. I was trying to think how to phrase it. Just a It lunch. works. And you have another nugget. Not the official kickoff no, lunch. Not the, that's what I mean. That's what yeah. I was trying to hesitate. Yeah. yeah. Are they doing that this year? I don't know. I don't think it's come back since COVID, so no. I'm not sure if they are. It was kind of boring anyhow, that thing. But I like our lunch and it's better. Back in the day, like it was the oh, big news was well, big to do. in the big the news. Motto. <laughs> but you also got Coach Bowden introduced the captains. That mm. was always a that was a who's, who's gonna the be days. the captain? Yeah. Oh, it's David Castillo. Yeah. I never cared about it then. And I also hated the mottos. Yeah, you made it clear you didn't like the motto. It was stupid. But in the pronunciation of motto. Yeah, well, that made me laugh. I used to like that, uh, along with thermostat. Uh, can I get to my point? You can. So here's where I do think it's tangible is, and I was thinking as soon as he said that today, as soon as he was kind of on that that rant or whatever comment, I was thinking back to watching that Memphis team, man. Like when, well, they when, love the hell when, out of each when other. We when we when he's when it was clear his name was on the radar and it's like okay, this is a you know this is a guy they really want. You started watching Memphis games that season. The number one thing that stuck out to me was, and those guys played so hard. They hit so hard on both sides of the ball. They were physical. They played hard. They played together. Man, if if he has that here, now I'm not, you know, again, we know the talent isn't where it needs to get to, but that that's a different type of football than we've seen here in a long time. I think that, Football especially lends itself to that meaning something because it is the ultimate team game, and some of those cliches that we roll our eyes at are actually applicable. They're, they're real things because of all that you have to sacrifice to play it. So, I mean, I, I grew up playing all kinds of sports. A lot of people listening did, I'm sure. And you know that football is, is really tough. I mean, it, it's just it asks a lot of you from a sacrifice standpoint. And I think that if you don't have that kind of camaraderie, that kind of – 
sacrifice and, and, and willingness to, to do that, uh, it does make it difficult. Whereas in baseball, you can be a bunch of individuals, and as long as you're good, you know, like if, if Reggie, here's a modern reference, guys. If Reggie Jackson is productive, Corey, no. it really doesn't matter if he's an a hole. Right. If he's going to go hit 270 with 38 bombs, sure. who cares? Go- yeah. Google him, kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Mr. October can do his thing, all right. right? You know, that's all it is. But in football, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And so I think it does matter that he ha- found a way, certainly, to get a buy in, to cleanse the locker room of the toxicity that preceded him, and to get these guys to fight hard for one another. Now, it may not be enough. And we're not saying that that is the be-all, end-all. It's just I think it is important. I don't think you can just dismiss it in a game like football. So I get it. And he grew up playing football, and football was a huge part of what made him the man that he is. He's talked about it extensively. You go all the way back to when Florida State hired him. I think a lot of people went and found the audio of him speaking at the coaches' convention. And he talked about how his mom raised him as a single mother, and then football was where he found fatherly figures. And that, that, that going every day to learn from them and to be taught by them changed who he was. He believes that, and he needs his team to believe that, and that's the buy-in that he's referencing and seeing, and I think that's real. It's, and it's, it's important, but obviously, obviously, none of us are saying that means this is going to be a championship of coach or a not. championship of program. Because not. at the end of the day, you, you, you could be 85 brothers. You you might be and you're four the, and eight. Closest, you're five. Yeah, you're you're yes. done. You're four and eight. Correct. Like, but you also it doesn't matter how much you love each other if you're not talented. Um, that too. Like it, you know, you could, well, it put a, it puts a cap on how high you can go. Right. But at least you have a chance of achieving what your you could achieve is. your potential. Right. The 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 pro the and so his potential this year is probably the 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 ceiling for this team is probably eight or nine wins. I think we all agree on that. Nothing more. But the it it should cap the ceiling. The the talent level caps the ceiling. But if you if you don't have a bunch of turds, as Willie Taggart called him a few years ago, um, the floor is higher, too. And I right. think he has raised the floor. We all Without agree question. with that. Yeah. The next step, man, you better push that ceiling. You, that you, you've got, and maybe it starts with this class, but you've got to start bringing in the big-time players. You just have to. And I think some of them are on this team already, but not enough. None of us here think think that are they're enough. Um, because yeah, it's awesome to play hard, and you, you that was a likable team the last two months of that season. They did play really hard, but you know they still went five and seven. So now it's t- it's time to take that next step, and that was the point he did make over and yeah. over, which oh, yeah. I thought was smart because he did talk about family and the kumbaya stuff. But he did say, "Well, now we gotta go win games," and it's like, "Yeah, Mike, you're absolutely right, buddy. You gotta well, go start winning games." But he's telling you start all with that. Duquesne, baby. Well, he's telling you all of that because now he thinks they're equipped to maybe. He does, do man. Exactly I think that. he does yeah. think and they're he, a good team yeah. this year. Well, and he said he said a couple yeah. times. Well, he said a couple times the foundation has been set. Yeah. So the important thing about that, and what you need to take away, I think I'm taking away from it is, all right, kind of no more excuses. You know, you have flipped it to where you want to flip it. The foundation is set. These guys buy in. Now it's it is go time, and that's on him. I had a lengthy discussion with him, and I can't get into all of it, but it was about yeah, you can. It was about, well, some of it he, he didn't want me to get into, but he'll never know. It was about it was about the kinds of guys that they offer in the transfer portal, and I asked him specifically about those guys because if you look at this roster and you look at last year's team, you know they they are a little bit fortunate that in the era of uh, you know when, when he inherits the mess that he inherits, it's in this era where you could go out and immediately get players to change the room. And start, but at the same time, when you do that, when you're relying on so many transfer portal guys, you can upset the apple cart in terms of the, the the kind of bliss we're talking about in the locker room because you're recruiting over a guy instantaneously, right? That you brought in from the high school ranks, and to have him kind of talk about that and do that uh, showed me, by the way, that he he is 
unwavering in the principles that he lays out before any recruit that he's bringing in, whether that be a high school recruit or a transfer portal guy. So to me, like I, he has stayed the course. That could have been risky because they were losing games, and he was like, "Up, oh, we're not changing anything." So we lost. Anything. We lost Corey's mic, and now Matthew's coming over here to fix it. I think it'd be better. You could just make Jeff and I bigger to fill the Actually, screen. when you look at this, has I think a good this look to it. This has a great kinda, look to it. This is growing it. on me. I don't know if we lost his mic. We just lost the camera, the camera. which is much more important to him than the mic. Am, is my mic on? Your mic's on. Oh, okay. You just can't see me. Yeah, and I know that's devastating for you. Yeah, it is, but, man. But, I didn't but, do all this work not to be yeah, seen. Yeah. Hey, everybody, there's there, Matthew. Here, here. Oh, look at that. There he is. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> that director I'm back. Matthew's on getting famous. Here it is. <laughs> and now the, the, the HD booty is in the chat. <laughs> Here we go, guys. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> off the rails. I blocked it. I blocked it. Good work. Good gather, work. gather. <laughs> Good. So the point is, he hasn't changed the messaging. He hasn't changed the way that he goes about implementing all that he wants to do as a coach and whatever the system might be. And it doesn't change for transfer portal guys or kids. Now, I would have guessed somewhere along the way when you're losing a bunch of games that you could second-guess yourself, and he didn't. And I think he's pretty proud of the fact that he didn't and that he's convinced a lot of these guys that have transferred in that you can you can come here, be successful, elevate your stock in the draft, and that in turn has changed what's, what's possible for this year. Because look out there who's going to be starting. Look at almost all of the guys that we get excited about every time we have a conversation. They're transfer portal guys. Yeah. Not, it's not that they haven't brought in some high school kids, but, I mean, listen, Micah, when we talk about the offense, we talk about right. the wide receiver position. Trey Benson. With Trey, Trey Benson at running back. Even Jordan's a transfer. You can go on down the list of guys. They're With all – Fabian Lovett's a transfer. Fabian Lovett's a Burst. transfer. I liked uh, Norvell talking about uh, kickoff return options and through Trey Benson and Deuce, Deuce Span. The cool thing about Deuce Span is he's he's so forgotten about because when we did see him in the spring, they he's brought him raw, in. raw, raw, raw. Very raw as a wide receiver. Played quarterback his, probably his whole life. Definitely in high school in his first year or two – at Illinois comes in and you know you can see the the size and the speed is obvious but you didn't know where they could use him well maybe he's a kick rocker catch guy. the ball and run like hell cuz that's a body type you can't teach yeah yeah wouldn't and that he, be something if they return oh, some kicks what yeah return don't do some that kicks to the people pass don't the 30 that out there like that just saying, just saying catch the ball and run it forward that's a good that's something to we do we would be in shock the bar is so low when it comes to special teams around here we say things like can they catch it? Yeah. Can they catch it and just fall forward? <laughs> just catch it. Just give us three Don't let yards. Don't roll 40 yards. Go three yards forward Actually, by th- falling down. I, were you surprised to hear him say Trey Benson on kick return? I was a little bit. I was. Yeah, and Deuce Span really. And well, then he, he Deuce brought Span up, makes more sense to me. Yeah. No, it's a roll for him. Yeah. You don't, but, you, I mean, Corbin returned kicks. Corbin was your starting running back, so was, he doesn't have any. never seemed like a good idea to me. Yeah, well, you know, you got you a fast a little, guy that makes people you, miss. You want a little breakaway there, yeah. too. You know, you want a little something to him. I think Deuce is. Probably perfect. At least he has a role in year one, right? You keep him locked in. So what did you think of uh, Adam Fuller? You talked to him a little bit? I did. He made a good point about going back to the portal. He talked about, um, you know, there were some DBs that they were looking at that could have played for him. He's like, they they could help us. He's like, but there's a mix of personalities where you're like, okay, is this kid going to be able to handle not starting? Because we've got five guys that we like. So he's coming in for competition in depth. But we can't promise him a starting spot. And I sit there for with him for two days, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't this isn't a fit. Now he's not talking about a, a Thorpe Award finalist like right. the, the, you make room for those guys. But the guys that would add depth, and that's all across the board. Now they can turn guys away now 
um, out of the portal, which where last year obviously they couldn't. They took probably anybody that was interested that could provide them depth, even if they thought, man, this might not mix well. Uh, he might not fit well into what we're trying to build here, but we need the bodies. That is insightful, though, because they brought in a lot of defensive backs throughout the offseason, as he's saying. Yeah. And I w- at the time, you're just kind of wondering, man. Like, like job interviews. Yeah, and when you're, you're just thinking, like, where are they going to play? Are you trying to – do you not believe in those other corners opposite of Amari and Cooper? Is that the deal? It sounds like he was looking more for depth and competition. Uh, he didn't tell you who's starting at that other corner spot, did he? He did not. No, I mean, I think we will watch that and we'll watch it play out over the well, next month. I mean, he you did guys mention, have a little kinship. I thought he might say oh, we by pressed the way. him. Corey and I both pressed him. Did you? Aslan too. Yeah, uh, he, but he it was, was you know, it was, uh, you know, Renardo Green was mentioned. Um, he did say I did ask him about Knowles, and he's like, no, no, we're he's he's nickel. a nickel guy, and he goes, look, the defense we run. He, I think he said we had he had like 580 snaps last year in nickel or nickel 452 in uh, 50 in four three 57. He's making. Uh, he's, I'm not. Yes, you are. There's no way you're. I, I was sitting right. I'm next gonna to go him. back. <laughs> There's yeah, yeah, yeah. zero. Well, we I weren't recording. Yeah. There's zero. So he just could make up a number, and you're gonna he believe would, it. Jeff Cameron would not do that. First of all, I'm I'm retorting his made up numbers, right. And giving you the real. There's numbers. no way they only played 450 snaps. He said nickel. he specifically. Was oh, you talking about Noel? Yes. No, I was talking about the whole defense overall. <laughs> I was talking about the whole defense overall. That because I asked him right. like, are they gonna ever have three linebackers on the field? He goes, not really. He goes, last year. Yeah, it was very it was like fifty minimal. snaps. Yeah. We had three linebackers. Everybody's yeah. eleven personnel, and so we have to match accordingly. And I'm like, and he's like, we could move Knowles to the outside, but he's on the field just as much at nickel, and that's a very important position, right. and he's good at. Yeah, they, he's a starter, is the way you yeah. phrase yeah. it. He wants him out there, that, and that's the, the way to look at it. Because I think a lot of people have asked, like, why couldn't he move to outside corner? Well, I think he's great at, very good at that. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they want him, other, and they have other. Why options make yourself that, weaker at yeah. that spot? I mean, that's a really important. It's not like. Playing the, right. they don't throw to the slot guy. I mean, that happens all the time. They might be about 15, 15 sh- uh, to the against NC State. They go to that guy. All Do they the, got the uh, white guy back? The white kid is he back again? I think so. Yeah, I, I know I we like, don't like to identify like by race, little, but he's yeah, the yeah, white kid. He's yeah. the white kid that caught a million passes a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Well, you like to identify by race. Well, ju- always just have. receivers. Yeah. Receivers <laughs> specifically receivers. How about the? You remember when I used to every time I'd talk, ask a question about a Carl White, I'd say the white kid, and I'd confuse. And I did it with uh, who was the linebacker? I did it with. It was usually other coaches. Because did it you was... ever do it with James Blackman? No, no. <laughs> but it was North Carolina had a running back, Johnny oh, yeah, White, yeah, yeah. maybe. They did, they did. And I asked, I, it wasn't Vince Williams, but it was somebody in that era. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> number forty four, the white kid. What do you what do you think about him? And he goes, Wait, he's white. What? He's got dreadlocks. <laughs> and I'm like, no, sorry. His last name is White. Yeah, the players, he doesn't know the number. The players don't know anything. Yeah, he yeah. He's like, Wait, he's white? I'm like, no, no, he's not. I'm sorry. It's my fault. So I mean, I've, I've tried to get away from that. You should. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Yeah, part of that, uh, you know, the family stuff that he talked about and, you know, guys fighting for one another and appreciating who they're going into battle with and all the other cliches, but uh, he's... He's pointing to this season as it's winning time. Like you've done all the hard work. Now you got to go get your reward, which is to win these games. And to Corey's point early on, we were talking about, yeah, it's easy to talk about these things. Fans roll their eyes, but that is your reward for putting in the time and the buy-in. So, if we're going to talk about that, we should talk about how important it is that they win either the Louisville or LSU game. They can't lose both. It'd be ideal from a recruiting standpoint to win both. 
Do you think they'll win either one? I think they'll win at least one of them. I do. Because um, it's, it's huge to recruiting. And it's also, yeah. to your point, like, you know. For it, the fan it, base, too. Like, yeah, it is. Okay, man. Finally. We have a winning record in September. Yeah. Finally. It'd be nice. It's it's a minor miracle they didn't lose the team with 0-4 last year. Because that things. Was close. And that, that was, was really our, close. Syracuse that, came at the perfect time. <laughs> Literally, they tried like, to lose that game. Well, they did, but that's that's the only team in the conference they could have beaten that the, right. when the, the way they played that week. Mm-hmm. But they they did. Like if that would have been any other team or any other game on the schedule, they're zero and five, and it might and have they may not come cliff. out of the tailspin. Yeah. Yeah. So that you know something like that can't happen again. You know, because I don't know you can get it back out again. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no. yeah. At some point I they're going to go. I don't believe right, you. Right. Yeah. So yeah. they have to have some return on it. But it, you know, again, man, if they play great against LSU, if they have a good game. It's right there. Maybe somehow they, they don't win the game. I don't think it's the end of the world. But, yeah, you do need to win one of the, at least one of those first two. The amount of pressure – the problem with that is, yeah, I agree with you. So in a vacuum, if you lose 27-24 and it's a great game, nobody's upset. Now now you're going to Louisville. Yeah. The weight of game. the world on your back if you lose to LSU 27 – however you lose to LSU, if you do. Going to that Louisville game on a Friday night, man – and they have a big time quarterback. Can you feel? You can feel the weight just talking about it. Like what that would feel like. That's gonna be tough. I mean, it would be. It'd be awful. Are we nice assuming to... they beat Duquesne, right? So yes. they're one and zero to start the year. Yes. I saw a question on the chat, which you haven't gotten to, by the way, which is fine. Um, but what what score do you think? What what kind of score would you like to see in the Duquesne game? I know we know they're gonna win, or they better win, or it's all over. Um, but would you want to see a sixty-five to six? Just absolute beatdown. Sure. Yeah. Don't it, you think the program kind of needs a little bit of that? Like, I'm I don't sorry, think it needs anything. I think you, you have other things you want to accomplish. But if it was like 27 to 13. Oh, that'd be a problem. A, oh, no, no, uh, no. Huge alarm uh, bells yeah, are going No, no, off. no. We're going to be very nervous. If it's 27 to 13 and that's your final, oh, no, yeah. we, we got we got real problems, kids. Yeah. Duquesne doesn't even have the same number of scholarships. Yeah. This is not a, this is not a contest. This is not a game. This is not like Jacksonville State. Like, Jacksonville State would beat Duquesne by 40. Like, this, this is not, no. It's not a game. We had right. another uh, question on the Tribal Council from BC Knowles 16 who asked, can you name a play or plays that where you were kind of – or during the play you are thinking, okay, this is going to be great, and then something bad happened where you go from like excited to, to no or vice versa. He brings up the Marcus Sims fumble, which is painful. Why then, are we doing that? And then, Well, there's the other side too. And then the other one he brought up was the uh, NC State one where – was it a Ty Jones that knocked the ball out of Christian, Jones, Christian Ponders? Yeah, it was and, a touchdown waiting Yeah, it would have been a wide-open touchdown. Yeah. I was thinking on well, the other are, side of it. Those are bad ones. I know. I was thinking on the other side of it, the uh, the tip pass that Carlos Williams caught against Miami. I was in the stands. Yeah. That was one where you're like, man, that – I mean, because when he the got tipped – anger in the heart of Miami fans in that moment. Yeah, they knew they was, were losing. It was so beautiful. And you could – I mean, you, that's when you're going bad, that stuff happens that's, to that's you. That's how They're like, are you kidding me? That was an awful pass. Well, we have gotten the stop, and then it goes for a touchdown. In that same game, that's the uh, – well, Jalen Ramsey was so good in a, in a lot of ways, but that's the, the tight end that's – Moseying on down the field for 30 yards, and then he, he fumbles, fumbles the ball yeah. at the end of the first, play. Yeah. First play of the game, or second play of the game. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah I would say um, Peter Warwick's. We want to go back 23 years, the the double-triple reverse <laughs> that he ran all over the field against But there's Louisiana nothing on the Tech. line in that game. Yeah, Louisiana yeah. Tech was going to win that game. It was 7-7 seven to seven with 40 <laughs> seconds left in the second quarter. You go back and look at that team, and that team obviously was one of the best of all time, and it was undefeated. Um but, man, they had some closer-than-you-remember games and not just the Clemson game. Like, that Louisiana Tech game, it was 7-7 to with 40 seconds left in the half. Yeah. It, the number one team in the country. They weren't going to lose that game. No, either. they were never in danger of losing no. it. But they weren't as dominant 
as you remember. They certainly weren't as dominant as 2013. Yeah, they I, were up by two well, touchdowns against Virginia in the fourth quarter. Of a boredom game. sets in, man. They, they, yeah. You, you, you know, they know – when they get on the field, when you realize you're physically superior to the remember guy those across days? you over Remember over those over days over when a Florida State yeah. team could be bored? Yeah. Another, this is too easy. <laughs> maybe the all-timer. I don't know. What, what were your guys' perspective? Because I know my perspective. I was covering UF at the time. But the Charlie Ward uh, to work dumb play, I thought because all the momentum's going Florida's way. Yeah. The Swamp is going crazy. Yes. The, I think Liss, I think, was he the punter? Like shanking punts. I mean, like everything's going b- backwards. Did you think, like, before that play, did you feel confident that Florida State was going to win, or are you thinking, oh, man, we're going to lose this game? I was pissed because I was in the stands with my stepfather, who's a UF law grad, so he's a bull gator. This guy's got dads everywhere. And That's all he's got is dads. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sp- with dads. A lot of time spent with dads, hanging out, <laughs> watching football. But he went to, we went to the game together, and he was like, look, we're sitting in my seats. These are all bull gators. And, of course, I'm decked head to toe in Knowles gear. And he's like, don't be an a-hole. I can't Just- imagine. You You must have been pretty obnoxious, I would think, as a 22-year-old Florida State you fan, think- especially in that era. You can't, you yeah. can't imagine that? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying I can't imagine how obnoxious well, you must have I, been. I was in school there at the time, so yeah. I was really obnoxious. And you're 21, <laughs> so, yeah. long hair, hippie uh, hair. But you were trying you're to play athletic. Cool. You I was were- being really cool because I've okay. always been a respectful fan. I might talk smack, but if I'm in the opposing team right. stadium, I know where I'm at. And so, yeah, all the momentum had shifted, and then that play happens, and I stand up slowly because I see it. You know, you can just watch it starting to develop. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then you realize it. And, of course, Warwick is just – and it's the best because he taunted him at the end, which is not like him, which yeah. is beautiful. He dragged his feet. He dragged his feet, the whole thing. Yeah. And you knew in the moment that you had just stolen the soul. It was over. That was it. That's a wrap. And, yeah, I might have done some pelvic thrusting. Yeah, but there might but, have but, been but, some get before that, that play. Before the play, were you thinking Florida? No, absolutely. No, I'm thinking, I, was, I was thinking, oh, my God, this going, is going to get away They're going to take the lead. Florida's going to get the ball. It's third and ten, and they're in the eye, yeah. and they do a play action right. because it's Mark Richt in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, okay, they're about, they've blown this game. Yeah. They've blown this lead. Florida's going to go down and score. I just hope they leave enough time for Charlie to lead him down for a field goal attempt, which which we know how to, that's going to go well. That's automatic. Yeah, sure, that's going to be that's automatic. Late, yeah. Last second field goal, yeah, the championship on the line. Yeah, no. So no, I was I was des- I I just couldn't I couldn't believe that that. that that's that, why that, I that was, it, that it was even in that spot was because I knew we had thwarted that possibility. It was over. That was it, and you could feel it. That place was so loud. Oh, it was so loud, and then it just yeah. the air was gone. Oh, work done. A glorious moment that Much was. like the Florida State-Florida game of this past year. The same energy, I bet. So, to answer the other question about the score, I'm less concerned about the score in the Duquesne game and more how it looks. Like, you you, you ought to play Dominate. The, yeah, you got to dominate. dominate the game the way that is fitting for a team that has vastly superior talent. And then I want to see you get to play a lot of guys. I mean, yeah. play a lot of guys. Uh, obviously, you're not going to show too much because you got LSU next. So, it could be a bland ass-kicking. Uh, just where you're fine. not you're not seeing a lot, but yeah, man, they ought to they ought to win that game by forty fifty points. Sure, you uh, not to tell you how to do your job, Jeff. I would never do that. I leave that yeah. to Corey Clark. You're right, but uh, I'll you, do it. You got to give a shout out to Marcus for his uh, his contribution, yes. and um, he, and he gave a shout out to Matthew, which is awesome. Just wanted to say thank you all for making the no sports season tolerable. Yeah, can't wait to shift into football season with you guys. What's up, Director Matthew? Good job, Marcus. Thank you. And by the way, on that note, we'll take a quick break. It is Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Helps if I turn on the mic to get things started here for the final segment. I get did it together, try, I did try to get Adam Fuller to admit that maybe we would have a little extra something for Louisville this year, but he was professional and wouldn't bite. But I, I was probably more upset about the Briggs cheap shot. Going back to Tom Ortner's question on the on yeah, the chat on yeah. the chat, yeah. I'm still mad about it. Yeah. I was mad about it when it happened. It might have been brought up uh that Marvin Wilson suffered a uh, similar injury back to, to Louisville back years. the year before. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just you know, this is where I'd get myself in trouble if I were a coach and a reporter asked me that question. I'd say, oh, you bet your ass. We're going to be aiming for knees. And then yeah, it would be, yeah, be that's probably everywhere. frowned upon. Be, you know, you're not trying <laughs> to injure the student athletes. That point, no. yeah. But you maybe say, like. But they like, clearly are. They're, Louisville clearly is. You, you could certainly. I would get in trouble because I would complain about it immediately afterwards. Like, I saw the film. It was a dirty play. How are they going to deal it, with this over it, there? It was. Yeah, well, it definitely was. But I would. that's what I would say as a coach. But they all just kind of. Yeah, they usually. Yeah, I mean, honor listen among to thieves, some like, I don't know what they, why they don't ever call each other because out, football's violent and things happen. But man, when you know it's a what was dirty the, play. Um, yeah, what was the one? Like Grayson Allen's over Boston, there. A bunch of Grayson <laughs> Allen's. Boston College had one against the Florida State defensive end back in the day, like in the when they first joined the league. Oh yeah, it went straight that? to the knee. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Brandon Jenkins? Yeah, I can't remember who yeah. it was. Well, they've had a few actually. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah standard up there. But um, yeah, we'll miss that when we're gone, will we? Get oh. to the SEC. It's just a it's Everything's a gentleman's on the game. Up and up. Yeah. It's a gentleman's game. It's like golf, just clean ball. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's better officiated. I like uh, man. I just you can just feel the energy of this hour. You know, man. We're it's football season. Like no matter we made it. We well, made it. When I pulled up uh, to the more athletic center today, man, I took a time to pause and look around. Like here we go. It's the start of the season. It gets here sooner than you ever anticipate. Like you're, it's an arduous, long off season. You're like, I don't know, man. We got to make it through another week where there's very little to reference or talk to or entertain folks with. And then all of a sudden, bam, it's here. And now, like practice begins tomorrow. We'll be there. They are and legit. Does have they always practiced this much? I mean, like that schedule. They are practicing like five times a week. It seems like more than. I don't know if they changed the rules at all. Yeah, man, they're trying to win games, Ira. No, but I the, mean, the, the, I the old the old way wasn't getting it done. He practiced seven days a week. I don't think that's Norvell's uh, yeah. decision. I'm <laughs> no, curious it's, it's if, not. if anything's changed. I would encourage them to break rules and practice more. Right? Yeah. I would say, like, whatever you got to do, 
I mean, the rules aren't the rules anymore because they're not enforced. There is no governing body that cares what you do. So if you want to spend an extra three hours just in the passing game tomorrow after practice, well, then you damn well do it, no yeah. matter what the rules say. Let's yeah. go. No, you got ice. Jordan can't get well, uh, Tommy John I, I just need I need Johnny Wilson catches him as passes as <laughs> he possibly all. can, no matter how tired he is. Yep. Apparently, that's what I got. You do. think if he like he's in a uh, he's in one of his classes. At like nine in the morning, can yeah. they bring a jugs gun in there to the well, class? Just listening to the and he's just, just as the right. just yeah. catching a hundred passes as the professor's talking. I think at Florida State you could. I think at a place like Florida State that cares about football. Yeah, and whose professors like, care about? Florida I'm going to listen to everything you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be I'm catching footballs attention. while I do it. Yeah, but I'm going to be catching football. Becky might need to move because she's in the way, and we but, don't want to knock off her glasses. Yeah, don't. Want, you know, You've been with, warned, with Becky. More ball. <laughs> No, I didn't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I but do. Yes, that's that's the thing to watch. I'm going to track. I'm literally going to track because I should be. Well, I won't be at every practice, but as as many Pretty, as I can yeah. be, I'm tracking all the drops. I'm well, tracking do all the, the drops. Don't, don't do that. Uh, I was there to do that for us. Just in for my head. Just for my head. I want. Like if he has what's a, what's an alarming number of drops? Well, for listen, an entire you, month. You know what? You know what it is. You'll just know it. It may not be a specific number because we don't know the but number But you'll be of like, targets. the alarm bells are yeah, going you're on. You're just going to be like, this again? Yeah. And everybody's going to look at me, and I feel bad about that. Like, I'm the guy that's monitoring Johnny Wilson's every catch or non-catch. Yeah. Just because I brought it up frequently. Well, every time he catches one, I'm going to be pointing at well, you. Well, you go ahead. Hey, yeah. every time he catches one, I'm going to be like, all right, yeah, you'll be excited way to go, too. buddy. Way to go, buddy. That's what I want to see out of you. I'll, I'll be the guy tracking catches. You That's what you do. We track drops. Track, track. Uh, Coach Tokar has told me that they're very excited about what Johnny Wilson brings to the offense. I am too. And that he thinks with a guy with that kind of catch radius, there's no reason they ought not be far more efficient scoring touchdowns in the red zone. And he's not a plotting 6-7. No. You know what I mean? He's not, and no offense to this guy, good knoll, comes from a family of knolls, but he's not Kaz Porowski. You know what I mean? He can move. I mean, reference. Nice reference. Well, I was just saying. That's uh, what is that? Right. Fifteen years yeah, ago, been, probably. Been a minute. But he was six seven too. But he was, you know, he wasn't maybe as nimble as as Johnny. No, this Wilson guy has. can move. And Ron, and Ron Dugans, if you get a chance to watch the the interview on Warchant TV, um, Dugans talked about that. He said that when he first saw Johnny Wilson's tape, you know, he's like, "Man, you, you're impressed by the size, but can he can he can he run like a, a receiver? Yeah. Can he get in and out of his breaks? And then can he? Uh, how's he when would he get pads on? And they said, man, just every all of those things were pleasant surprises once they got him here. He did say they wanted to play bigger, which I thought was interesting because I thought he played pretty big in terms of like using his body to post up and all those types of things. I thought in the spring he did a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I did too. But but they want that to get to another level because then that does become a real weapon a in the red zone. Huge weapon. By the way, he was I was never worried about physical toughness or anything yeah. like that. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea because he was tough. He got hurt in spring and got up and it looked ugly at first and we couldn't report on it, but I thought, oh really? They're gonna get that kind of unlucky again. Yeah. Bring in this guy with this kind of wingspan and he's gonna get hurt. But he battled back. He barely missed any time, I think. So I, I And he's really, a blocker. He's he loves he's, to block. You know, he's not uh that part we know you're gonna get something out of him because well, that's he will what we're block. saying. He's not so he is physical. Like he can handle co- I mean that's that's his one of his strengths is right. the way he blocks on the perimeter. When do we when we get an Talk. That's not going to happen. Are you? I think you lost. Did you lose last night? No, yeah. they won last. Oh, they beat, beat the Rays five yeah. one. Uh, so they're back to five hundred. Stomp the Rays. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good that you got them. something to cheer for in August, man. <laughs> We're in August. You got a reason to be you got excited. A reason to watch baseball. They're kind of in the. How are you watching them? Do you? you don't I bought the package. Yeah. Man. Wow, you're oh, that yeah. excited. Oh, wow. look at this guy. I got to. Unlike Corey, though, Ira has been an Orioles fan for a long time. But just you, didn't pay for attention. example, but I didn't pay attention. Wouldn't watch, say, the Atlanta Hawks until. 
They made a playoff run, and all of a sudden, you started really yeah, locking in about, on we're those. Talking Hawks. about baseball, man. Oh. We're talking about baseball. I've been a, I've been locked in on the Braves, uh, but I didn't get the package this year. I what? did. Why no. wouldn't you? I, man, what's wrong with you? I don't know. Get I'm not grip. here enough. I'm not here enough. So when I'm up there, I watch them, and when I'm down here, I follow on Twitter. Hey, Glenn Appleman is the Adley Rutschman, guys. Buster Posey. Come on. He's Buster Posey. Except 100 points less than his batting just, average. He's yeah. a rookie. Give him some time. Buster was a rookie and won the and hit yeah. 300. He's, yeah. Buster Posey. I, I'm very Watch excited it. about him. He's. I am. I know who he is. Hey, man, this ain't Orioles him. headlines. Yeah, we're not Ira. doing. You're I mean, not hijacking the show. My the team start. is the reigning world champs, and we don't talk about them. Hey man, I haven't talked about him in 15 years that well, we've been doing true. this show. So now I'm going to catch up. I, it's too listen, late, man. It's you're, good you, for baseball. If the Orioles are good, but you are a little late. Football's starting. Yeah, we, we go can't to practice talk about the tomorrow. There will be no point where you now. You can tweet away tonight. Tweet away about your <laughs> Orioles. I'm sure everybody will be excited. They'll all lock in on Iris' yeah. Twitter feed as he's talking about two to two in the fourth, boys. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> I can't. I, I saw the Orioles play this year when we went watch the White Sox at, at uh, whatever that Comiskey. stadium is now. They're it's always Comiskey. going to be Comiskey. Comiskey yeah. They're a fun team, aren't they? And uh, Rushman's like I think the only one I can name. Oh, and Mullins. Mullins yeah, yeah. is a good player. Yeah, he's and Mateo nice can run a little bit. I, like I can't Mateo. name any of their pitchers. Mateo is a Beast on the bases. This Jeff, guy. let's talk about the Orioles. There's, uh, no, there's, no, there's no. one minute left in the show. Today was a successful luncheon. I feel excited about the season starting. They're going to be a better team. How much better? What's Norvell the even That's said that he, he brought up. He said they are going to be word. a better. We're going yeah. to be a better team than we were last year. Yep. And then he brought up how, you know, last year they were in every game but one, and the one they weren't in was six turnovers. He might have said much better. He might have said hell of a lot better. Yeah, he said they, you, like you guys that. aren't even going to recognize this yeah. team. I don't think he said that, but he did say <laughs> that they were going to be much better. And yeah. and I, I, you know what? We all I, agree I, with that. They are going that. to be better. It's just a matter of the wind. How much, much better. better? Yeah, that, that's how the much better. For Ira and Corey, I'm Jeff. Our thanks to director. I wore Matthew, the shirt again, by the way. I saw you yeah, did. You feel, I, I did not. I did not need to keep the illusion going. People right. knew the deal. Yeah, it's all right. You don't have my shirt in the car, do you? The one that was given to me as a no, gift. No, that's nope. long ago. Long gone. gone. Threw it in the garbage <laughs> for no reason. Uh, thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Be well. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Peace.